0: we listening to Let's Stay Together Anime Break, the sub-series of Let's woo. Stay Together, where we talk about the, woo, 2020 anime Fruits <laughs> Basket. <laughs> we used to say the 2019 anime Fruits Basket. I don't know what the kids are yeah. calling it these days. <laughs> Season 2. I think on IMDb,
1: of- it would still be listed as Fruits Basket,
0: parentheses, 2019. So. Parentheses, 2019? <laughs> yeah. It's 2020 now, so... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's usually
1: the release date of the first. On Funimation, <laughs> it
0: says Fruits Basket, and then the old one is Fruits Basket 2001. Parentheses, 2001. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I don't know. We're here to talk about the anime, Fruits Basket, not the one from 2001. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm Ellen. And I'm Kayla. And <laughs> today we're discussing Season 2, Episode 1. Woo! Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> it's called Hello Again. <laughs> Exciting? Question mark? I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah. Was the first one just called Hello? Uh,
0: oh, I don't know. <laughs> Oh, episode one was called See You After School, apparently. Ah. Of of season one. So But you know, Tor already knows them, so it's hello again, mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's um, we're gonna do our summary and then a spoiler free discussion and then spoilery discussion. Like we do like we did last time, slash are doing this time. <laughs> and we'll do next time. <laughs> and we'll do next time. I bet you there'll be a third season. Probably. I don't think
1: I couldn't I don't think this would cover enough to finish the story and I think it's doing well enough. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it seems like the first, after, when they announced the first season, I was like, okay, like, I can buy in emotionally to one season, and then now Mm -hmm. the second one has started. I was like, wow, it's really happening. (laughs) (laughs) It's really here. (laughs) It's not real till it's real, you know? (laughs) I know, I was like, so I looked back at all the old notes, because I also forgot everything that happened in between (laughs) the last, (laughs) the last time we talked about this and now, and there, We usually talk about, like, the chapters that were covered, and then also, like, if the material was covered in the 2001 anime or not. We won't have to talk about that, because none of this was in the 2001 anime. Mm
1: -hmm. And hopefully we won't have any more, we're discussing the exact same thing in the (laughs) chapters in the anime situations.
0: Let's hope not, because that was really boring for us, (laughs) (laughs) Or it'd be like, we just talked about this five minutes ago. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But yeah it's been a little while. We can look back retrospectively and see if things have changed since when we talked about it, yeah, in the anime or something or when the when we read the manga, yeah. I guess,
1: <laughs> although thematically this uh episode does have some similarities with the chapters we're discussing
0: <laughs> it does. I realized that too. <laughs> well, we could talk about that when we talk about the the manga, but yeah. <laughs> so this this episode first episode of season two, it covered chapters forty two and forty nine and there was a little <laughs> hint of um A thing that's referenced in chapter 69, I feel like, of the manga, Mm -hmm. which is not... It was a little small thing. And we covered these, therefore, in our earlier episode numbers 22 (laughs) and 25. I don't remember what the titles are. (laughs) I just wrote the episode number for some reason. This episode of Fruits Basket opens at school. We see from an empty second floor classroom, Motoko Minagawa watches Yuki sitting in the courtyard from above, and she professes her deep feelings of love for him. Toru approaches him in the courtyard and trips on her own feet and then manages to hop on one foot and get her balance again, and Yuki and Toru laugh. Motoko complains that that woman came out of nowhere and started interfering, and she vows to let no other woman come in, do as they please with Yuki any longer. And then we have the new opening theme. Yay. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) I have a separate section for discussion for the opening and ending themes. So we'll talk Mm -hmm. about that then (laughs) after the theme Toru welcomes us back and we get the kind of like the story so far breakdown in case you like didn't watch the whole first season of this anime, which is that it's been almost a year (laughs) since she started living at Shigurei's she was living in a tent um, and the Somas invited her to stay and she found out about their family curse, no ordinary family curse. (laughs) 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 She met the Somas um, who are all unique and kind, but with a deep sadness in their hearts, especially the extra cursed Kyokun with the, uh, curse with the true form of the cat. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> extra cursed. <laughs> Before we started recording, I said, we can still make jokes about the anime because it's not as sad as where the manga is right now. <laughs> so <laughs> Toru's not sure if someone like her can help, but hopes to help them all, even if it's just a little. What is the true nature of the curse on everyone? She wonders. Kyo eats. Shigure lays on the porch, and Toru irons clothes. And Shigure says that he's envious of their upcoming summer break. Kyo says to quit whining; he's always on a break. And Shigure says it's completely different from summer break. Toru worries about all the homework they'll have to do over the break. And Shigure says that she should just copy from the talented and charming Yuki. And Kyo says that Yuki is just lame. And speak of the devil, Yuki shows up just in time to kick him into the yard. <clears throat> they proceed to argue. Please, you fighting is dangerous, Toru says, holding out her arms, including swinging the iron that she was holding at them. So are you, Kyo shouts. <laughs> Yugi leaves early to attend a student council business. As he leaves, Shigeru says that he'll have uh, at least have the joy of watching how things play out. I hope you get real close. What's that supposed to mean, Kyo asks, and Toru hands him his uniform shirt, which is what she was ironing. Shigeru stands and points at Kyo. Dimwit, I know rocks that are less dense than you. A man like you has no right to live the summer dream. Toru-kun, Kyo-kun is no good. He has none of the potential I had at his age. <laughs> Kyo's like, what? <laughs> Basically about everything that Shigure says. Outside, Yuki contemplates what Kyo said. He's lame. I already know that, Yuki thinks. At school, Motoko and the other two Prince Yuki fangirls demand that Makoto, <clears throat> the student council president, give her the names of the new student council members. She wants to know if there will be any girls in the student council in, in the case that they turn out to be an evil temptress. Makoto refuses. With all due respect, if they're capable of supporting Yuki Kun, then I feel gender is irrelevant. Because if it were possible, I Makoto Takei would get held back here to support my lovely Yuki Kun myself, he screams. As I would have Yuki skip a grade so we could enjoy the college life together, Motoko screams. The Yuki fangirls leave, and outside in the courtyard. Motoko is almost run over by three of the Yankee by three Yankee girls, Uo's fans from last season, who come to visit Uo, who's nearby. Uo asks them and asks if they're staying in school. Motoko complains that the witch and the delinquent rule the school, and Hana arrives on cue behind them and freaks them out. (laughs) Inside the school, Yuki goes to meet some of the new student council members in the counselor's office, and inside the dark office, he finds papers strewn everywhere, books on the floor, and a girl kneels on the floor, panting. She stands and apologizes and says she'll clean everything up. Yuki asks if she's feeling okay. He holds out his hand to touch her shoulder, and she suddenly turns and avoids his touch. "'I'm fine,' she says. She opens another door and tells a boy who's sleeping on the couch inside to wake up, and he protests. "'Yuki Soma is here,' she says." The boy on the couch sits up and screams. Now he knows I was slacking off, he says. Minabe, the boy, sees the mess in the room and asks if it was Machi, the girl. Better scoot things around and make it look clean, he says. I'm Kakiru Minabe. Some people call me all kinds of things, like Minabe kun or Nabe kun or Kakiru or Hey you. I prefer you call me Sho. Nobody ever calls me that, he says to Yuki. Yuki is overwhelmed, and Kakiru introduces the girl as Machi Kuragi, um, who's in the background picks up books and papers to put them away. Oh, I forgot to say. I want black, Kakiru says. Yuki's like, like your coffee? It's the one thing I'll never give up, Kakiru says. And now that I've said what I needed to say, I'm getting sleepy. Yuki's like, what the hell? And Machi reminds Kakiru that he never explained that they're the student council members who will be working with Yuki. Kakiru's vice president, and Machi is the treasurer. Is this going to be okay? Yuki thinks, swaying with the weight <laughs> of that reveal. <laughs> with that, Kakiru goes to lay down again. There's something familiar about the way this Manabe guy acts. I'm almost physically repulsed by how little his words match his actions and by his total disregard for the people around him, Yuki thinks, as Kakiru snores in the background, and then realizes that he's exactly like a Yame. <laughs> Motoko finds the three, um, and asks Yuki's, asks Yuki's thoughts. Koto. Yuki turns to him with- Huh? What? Makoto. Ma- did I- ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Makoto. As is written correctly in my notes, <laughs> Makoto <laughs> finds the three and has Yuki's thoughts. Yuki turns to him with a look of despair. Wow, so impressed you're speechless, Makoto says. Kakiru's phone alarm goes off and he jumps up to leave for his part-time job. He answers that he's leaving and drags Yuki to walk him out with his arm around Yuki's shoulder. In the hall, Kakiru explains that having about having a lot of part-time work and Yuki is surprised that he took the student council job. Kakiru explains that he could resist he couldn't resist being on the school defense force and Yuki is like, what? And he's like, you know how the student council is also called the school defense force. I'm super into sentai stuff. (laughs) And we're going to be a defense force, so we need to pick colors, right? So I'm calling black. So cool, like an outlaw. You're the president and our leader, so you should be red. But if anything, you're more of a pink, Yuki-chan. Your face is so girly. Yuki realizes that he's being made fun of and is like, I hate him. And then he slaps Kaku's arm off his shoulder and says, well, sorry if my face is girly. Oh, I didn't expect that. You're more interesting than I thought, Kaku says. He apologizes if he made Yuki mad. I'm pretty dumb, so I do that a lot, Kaku says. He thanks Yuki for walking him out and says, let's chat more next time, and then leaves singing like a little song <laughs> as he walks away, which I guess might have been the song that was his ringtone. I don't know. I wasn't really paying attention. I assumed it was the uh, Mogetta theme song. Was it really? <laughs> I don't actually know for sure. <laughs> I don't know. I-, I checked the, I watched the dub to see if they played a different song and it seemed like the same one <laughs> that he sings, but... Or some kind of, I mean, could I don't know. I, I didn't know if it was like a quoted, like another sentai theme song or something, but not knowledgeable enough to know. Anyway, sings a little song. It was cute. Yuki finds President Takei in the counselor's room and asks where uh, Kuragi the girl, went. Makoto says that she left already. I said it right. I just, I wasn't sure. <laughs> <laughs> Yuki notices the books crammed haphazardly back in the cabinet. Makoto says that they may have strange personalities, but have excellent skills. <laughs> Later that night, at Motoko's house, she pines over Yuki. She remembers meeting him in his first year of school. She says that he's beautiful. He thanks her. She pines over him so loudly that her mother comes in and sasses her to shut up. I'm sorry if there's anyone out there who, like, really loves Makoto, but I... <laughs> or Motoko. <laughs> or either of them, frankly, actually. Because <laughs> I think they're fine, but they're kind of... It's a little... Anyway, whatever. <laughs> again it's again school, Motoko asks for the names... And Makoto refuses. <laughs> the Prince Yuki fan Club, therefore, has no choice but to enlist a suspicious student named Rika Aida to break uh, to break into the cl- the council room to find out who's been appointed. They go to break into the student council room and find it unlocked with Yuki inside. And uh Rika and motoko end up chatting with Yuki. Makoto makes a super awkward conversation by asking what he had for breakfast. He says that he has some some couple of things, including Nato, and the girls are like, "Oh gee, the prince had Nato. Makoto says that it's good for your health, and she says that she likes the crush type. Me too, Yuki says with a smile, and Makoto freaks out because he smiled at her. He asks if she speaks formally out of habit, and, she, and he says that it's kind of cute. Enrika is like, dude, no way, he called you cute, but <laughs> Makoto is taken aback. She wonders when Yuki started to be able to give away such easy smiles, and she wonders if he'll keep changing, not with her help but someone else's. Lost in her thoughts, she says, "Stop interfering!" out loud. Embarrassed, she runs out of the room. She hates women who get near Yuki, and she she thinks, but the one I hate most of all is me, the hideous one who thinks those thoughts. Yuki finds her outside and asks if he said something hurtful, and she says that she's honored that someone who's normally so unruffled is worried about her. Yuki says that he's not like that at all. I don't think I can keep my cool either, Motoko says, and Yuki smiles. Motoko realizes that she probably has Toru to thank for being able to see Yuki smile like this. She tells him that he's changed, but she won't give up. It's too early yet to see how this love will pan out. Later at home, Yuki helps Toru with the dishes, and he tells her about Manabe and Kuragi. They're strange. Zodiac-level strange, he says. He worries about how things will go with them. He says mm-hmm. about Kaku saying that he was interesting. He, I know he just meant that I'm worth teasing, but it surprised me. It was the first time that anyone's ever said anything like that to me, so it made me kind of happy. I think you'll enjoy it, Toru says. There'll be many times when things are tough, but many times, many fun times will be waiting for you, too. We see Hatsaru visiting the girl we met at the end of last season, Rin, in the hospital, Momiji playing a violin, and Akito sitting back-to-back with another man inside the Soma house. That's what it seems like to me, Toru says in her narration. Yeah, you're right. I'll do my best, Yuki says, and they smile. We see Matoko looking up at the night sky and pan up away from Shigurei's house with Yuki's narration, getting hurt or healed by little insignificant remarks along the way. And that's the end, and we cut to a new theme song. Yay. So exciting. So that was the first episode of, of season two of Fruits Basket. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was exciting. Yeah. I guess. At <laughs> least I think- I don't know. I'm- I'm not a huge fan of Motoko or Makoto, but um, it's nice that we get to see Kakiru and Machi. Yeah.
1: It's kind of a, a low-key opening, but uh, yeah, it showed a lot that's to come, I think.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think mm-hmm. especially for us who've been reading the manga so far, it was nice- I feel like it was nice to go back to, like, something that had happened before, kind of. Mm-hmm. Compared to what's going on and where we're at in the manga now, and I was like wow, there's yeah. like so much to come. It'll be nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Plus, it's exciting that we'll get to see it animated for the first time, Yay. for like longtime fans. Woo! Mm-hmm. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, I've been wanting to see Kakuriro Mati animated.
0: How did you feel about them? <laughs> this is a question that I have for you. <laughs> I-,
1: I like the I like them both the the dub you and the a- sub
0: okay good I was gonna mm-hmm. say did you watch both because sometimes yeah. I know you only watch one mm-hmm. so do I but I watched both this time yeah mm-hmm. I liked them I thought um the dub um voice actor so we talked about who they are at the end of episode our anime break for the end of last season because they showed up very briefly um mm-hmm. and the guy who plays um I mean, we didn't get a lot of lines from Machi so it's a little bit hard to tell but I mean I thought she was on she was good but the guy mm-hmm. who played Kaku, I was, like, rolling laughing at some of the things mm-hmm. that he said. <laughs> it was great. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think if I was, like, wonderful. like slightly disappointed with the level of bombast that the uh, Ayame actor had, <laughs> I think it was made up for with this one. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, I agree. Yeah.
1: But I also think it just worked really well at, like, making him, like really, like, over-the-top and kind of obnoxious at first, but then, like, the switch over to, like, oh, you're kind of interesting. Sorry if I made you mad, like, is really, like, makes you go, like, oh.
0: <laughs> like Oh, yeah. I also think he's just kind of, like, um he plays it as kind of, like, yeah, kind of, I guess, bombastic, but kind of just, like, a, I don't know, he's kind of just, like, an energetic kid. Mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes the characters in Faroober, they're also, mm-hmm. some most some of them are a little bit crazy, but a lot most of them are kind of, like, toned down. Like, they're not really, like, like he seems like an actual like high schooler. Yeah. <laughs> Some of them.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he seemed like real li- like real life obnoxious, not like
0: <laughs> Yeah, not like crazy. not like Ayame, like not like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz Ayame is hilarious but kind of it's exaggerated. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like mm-hmm. like you, do you know anybody like, like I, Ayame? No, like <laughs> like
1: Ayame is like a larger than life personality. Whereas <laughs> where like I think everyone's Kakiru's known like someone a... like Kakeru in especially Kakiru's in high school. <laughs>
0: Yeah, a large life personality, not larger than life yeah. <laughs> personality or something, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he reminded me of, like, kids that I knew in high school. Mm-hmm. It was cute. Yeah. It was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and Machi is just, mm-hmm. at this point, kind of, she had, she destroyed the classroom mm-hmm. and then picked it up messily, which was hilarious. Yeah, but... um, I did like um,
1: how, like, when you first see her, she seemed, like, genuinely, like, distressed, mm-hmm. like, which I don't, which I think is harder to, like, necessarily come across in the manga I think it's more like what the heck is mm-hmm. going on when you first see her in the manga but in this one like mm-hmm. you can kind of tell she's like genuinely like upset what whatever has caused her to
0: yeah. wreck the room so as opposed to being like I did this and I'm ruffling in my moment yeah which I guess you could interpret it that yeah. way <laughs> um I think it's hilarious. As a side note, and probably not intentional, but I think it's hilarious that Kakuyu like slept through that. Yeah, <laughs> he's like <laughs> sleeping in the room next door with the door closed, and she like destroys the room, mm-hmm. and then he wakes up and he's like, "Whoa, you did it again!" Yeah. <laughs> like...
1: mm-hmm. but yeah, I think that whole scene just worked really well, animated, and was just really funny. Just <laughs> like yeah. all the like, it was great. Yeah, like Kaku's like like crazy introduction, and Machi just like quietly putting things away in the background the entire time then uh makoto showing up (laughs) and she continues to put things away in the background and i like when we see like how she put it away and it's all just like shoved in the cabinet yes (laughs) that was a very like like, that's 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 tomorrow machi's problem yes
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i like how it during kakiru's spiel he keeps he has a bunch of things that he has to say, but then Machi keeps chiming in with things that mm-hmm. he forgot to say to Yuki, which is hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's pretty great. <laughs> yeah, I know,
1: like, but who are you? And he's like, I just said that. And like, that's not what I meant. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and she's like, you forgot to tell him that we're in the yeah. state <laughs> council. <laughs> I also um, enjoyed getting the visualization of Kakiri's perception of himself as like, yeah. an outlaw. <laughs> which was hilarious <laughs> he's like I want to be black it's cool like an outlaw and then he has this little like cowboy yeah.
1: uh, student council fun times so exciting to get them animated yeah it's gonna be good
0: <laughs> it was a good I mean I guess like if, you're, if you've been a fan of the series for a long time it was kind of an exciting way to open mm-hmm. the series but like I feel like if you hadn't you're like who are these like B characters okay. like I don't you know what mm-hmm. I mean like <laughs> it's like the student fangirl like uh Motoko, the Prince Yuki fangirl uh, club mm-hmm. class, or, like, leader, or whatever. Yeah. And then these two weirdos from the student council. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I
1: do feel like, um, it sets up, like, what, like, Yuki's kind of journey in this season is probably gonna be, though.
0: Yeah, it did, it did do that mm-hmm. well, I think. Because these are also parts that are combined from, like, two different parts of the, pretty far mm-hmm. apart in the manga. Like, a whole volume apart. Um, but I thought they were combined in an interesting way. Mhm. Um, like I think it was a good choice to combine them. Together. Yeah,
1: I think they worked well like thematically because it's about how like Yuki has changed so far thanks to Toru and then like introducing characters that will continue to help him change. Yeah,
0: it seems like that. It seems like when you put those things together thematically it makes it about Yuki and his the changes that he'll be going through in the upcoming um in the upcoming season, I guess, in theory. Mhm. Based on what we're seeing yeah uh do you want to talk about these opening and ending theme songs really quickly uh sure so they there's two i mean obviously there's two there's um mm-hmm. the opening is called <laughs> prism <laughs> by APM featuring miyuna and it had it was um like tour it starts with Toru on the beach and then yuki and kyo and then it has uh ohana and kyoko and then Akito at the beach um, and it mm-hmm. had, like, the, yeah. the all the somas, like, walking in a line. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which was cute. Yeah, I just wrote... Yeah, that was cute. The little <laughs> soma lineup. <laughs> yeah. I was like, man, Akito is short. <laughs> Akito looks shorter yeah. than Shoryu. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: but yeah, I just wrote... I just wrote very beach-themed. <laughs>
0: it was very be- beach-themed. <laughs> I guess if people only ever listened to the anime episodes, they wouldn't know how obsessed we are with the beach. Um... <laughs> There's a significant beach trip that happens during Fruit's Basket, that's, which is, I mm-hmm. guess, what's being referenced here, so it's exciting. Yeah. Um, it seems like this episode still takes place in the spring, but yeah. summer's coming. Well, it'll be summer soon. So. Yeah. grows <laughs> <laughs> envious.
1: Yeah. I foresee a... A great chunk of this season being taken place at the beach, so. I
0: think you and everybody else who's <laughs> read this series before <laughs> because it takes up a significant chunk of the manga, so I would assume that it's going to yeah. take up a significant chunk of this season that's coming up. Mm-hmm. I have um provided in our notes translations of the lyrics that someone put on mm-hmm. uh, on Tumblr that we can discuss if we want to they're both good okay. I mean basically like they're both very thematically on point. Mm-hmm. I'll post links to these, uh, translations that were posted on Tumblr by Jenny Black V2. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that everybody can get the gist, but they're, I mean, they're, they're both, the first one is like, the chorus is like, just be true to yourself because I'm starting on the journey to make uh, the dream that I showed you come true don't be sad because i'll protect you just be true to yourself don't get stuck in the downpour all alone because i'll offer you my umbrella don't be sad i'll protect you so mm-hmm. i feel like that's very for Uba. <laughs> um yeah and then the ending theme song was like an- at nighttime it has this like kind of shiny aspect and it's the animals all walking in- the like zodiac animals all walking in a line from the, I think we talked about the... I don't know if we talked about this specifically in the beginning of... No, we, we definitely would have talked about it because it's probably listed in the dialogue, but there's the Zodiac kind of legend that Toru's mom told Toru was that um, the animals... God called all the animals to come to a banquet and it and the order of the years is determined by the order that they arrived at the banquet. So it shows all the animals from like back to front up to the ox with the rat riding on its head. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, the cat off to uh by itself in the night and mm-hmm. it has the kind of like the zodiac animals of the character um and the character is kind of like silhouetted by the animal or mm-hmm. with the animal um yeah it's kind of like a paper cut style it was really neat i like yeah uh, it was neat yeah. it
1: was very pretty yeah like the like silhouettes of the characters and their animals mm-hmm.
0: the um I forgot to mention in the first one it's like the you see the characters like the somas and then their animals usually reflected in water yeah so it has them like in puddles or like at the the ocean and the beach or whatever so that was interesting mm-hmm. i think the horrin is like the horse in the a subway window like a train window mm-hmm. um stuff mm-hmm. like that i like so, the yeah.
1: um well, hero and kisa and then they're like animals are like leaned against each other
0: also in the mm-hmm. reflection that was cute in the water yeah. it was cute And then the, at the end of the end theme, um, it goes, it shows like this house up on a hill and then it shows like the banquet with the cat at the banquet, which is kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. It was a nice end, the end theme. Um, it's also, the lyrics are also very on point. So also from this translation by the same Tumblr user, um, it's like, it's okay to take a step from here and start moving forward again. Um, that shows that your scars are starting to heal. It's like, so as long as you keep trying your best to live, that's enough even if there's something you can do about it right now, so long as you try your best to keep trying your best to live, that's enough. Um, so it's nice. Like it's, I feel like it's also very thematically on point. So mm-hmm. I will link to those translations so that everybody can look at them in our yep. show notes. Uh, but they are cute. I like the style of both of them too.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like the, um, like both the ending themes have had kind of an like alternate art style. And I enjoy that
0: mm-hmm.
1: for both of those. Like the first one had that like, Sort of stop motion felt like craft clay. animal kind of things, yeah and then, like yeah, and then this one has the kind of like paper cut out looking thing
0: yeah they they usually have a kind of like crafty style as opposed to like the opening seems to be like kind of a regular like animated anime opening mm-hmm. theme. the ending themes tend to have some kind of like other element to them, so this one kind of yeah. also has that, which is nice, mm-hmm. Yeah, they're good. I liked them. The good choices. Yes. Yeah. Not as um, there was like the one, uh, the one with the umbrellas from mm-hmm. season one, which was really like peppy and upbeat. But then otherwise, the other themes have been kind of slow. Even the the pace of these, the tempo of these two songs was kind of slow as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I like that, but <laughs> I remember yeah. we talked about mm-hmm. that before. So, do we have more to say about Kakiru and Machi? They were kind of like basically this. These episodes focused on Yuki, and then. Motoko, this kind of like subplot with Motoko and her pining for Yuki, mm-hmm. and then this new student council. So we already talked about Kakeru and Machi a lot because we liked them and immediately mm-hmm. started talking about that. Yeah. Is there anything more to say about them? Um, I don't
1: think so. I think, I think so. Yeah. yeah I think we kind of did they made own. a good...
0: Uh, <laughs> An interesting first impression. Like official
1: animated debut. Yeah. <laughs> counting their little sneak peek last time.
0: They Kakeru's face was hiding behind the folder still last time, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even though I think they said their names and we were like, yay, and then we talked about it a lot because their voice actors mm-hmm. had been announced and so had Rin's at the time. Yeah. So That's right. And there was a little, there was a little tiny Harun Rin scene mm-hmm. and a little, um, some of the other like Zodiac Momiji playing violin.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. As you see, we got some little like foreshadowy snippets of yeah, like, other stuff that like we know is coming from reading the manga, but wouldn't know if we were just watching the anime. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's exciting. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, I was also really happy that the they had the three, Yankee girls come back, the mm-hmm. delinquent girls, and they like ran yeah. across Motoko's path. That happens in the manga; like it happens in that chapter in the manga. But it's just like something mm-hmm. you can really easily cut. That I'm glad they kind of like brought them back.
1: Yeah, hopefully. yeah. I feel like the the people in charge of the anime really liked them because they had that whole like extra gag scene and everything. That's right. So I feel yeah, like that's they, right. They added the gag scene. Yeah. So I feel like they enjoyed having <laughs> a chance to bring them back already.
0: Yeah. <laughs> this episode had good a good balance of like humor. Mm-hmm. um which is good for the beginning so they had mm-hmm. like the brought the yankee girls back and had like makoto and motokos like over overacting about yuki and, mm-hmm. <laughs> and stuff like that kaku and his all his silliness so that was good yeah this episode was really pretty close to the uh the anime chapters that we had discussed or the manga chapters that we discussed before mm-hmm. um like it was a pretty straightforward adaptation there wasn't any like new things added it was just more like the way they the chapters they chose to put together aren't sequential in the manga yeah. so it kind of as you pointed out it kind of gives them a better i think a good meaning together which is about where we can see yuki kind of going maybe in this season mm-hmm. the people who are going to influence him and it's well set up by using what makoto says where she talks about Makoto, yeah matoko what matoko says mm-hmm. when she talks about how Yuki's changed because of, for the better, because of Toru. Even though she's, um, you know, envious of that or jealous of mm. that, and you know, seeing how who, who, what other things and relationships. He said that Yuki said that he wanted to be part of the student council because it's challenging for him. Um, I believe in the last season is what he said in the earlier parts of the manga. So. Now we get yeah. to see how, just how it will be challenging with all these psychos that are in the student yeah. council that uh, yeah. Makoto picked out for him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And we have it ending on Toru saying, like, oh, I think you'll enjoy it. It'll be challenging, mm-hmm. but it'll be good. And him being yeah. like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. And so. Toru,
0: Toru's appearance and this is used to kind of frame like the series i think where she's like this is what happened so far and it's like there's a lot of tough times but fun times to come you know like it kind Mm -hmm. of her her dialogue specifically kind of like opens up the series i think which is interesting yeah i
1: think it's cute how they kind of like you know the series starts with her talking like that as if she's like talking to the audience and then Mm -hmm. uh, to kind of use that as like a recap
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. which also happens a lot in the manga we've seen so mm-hmm. far it's like one yeah. of the one of the things that takaya chooses to do with her dialogue sometimes to be like hey everybody this is what's happening you know yeah so yeah <laughs> not so surprisingly they're doing the same well
1: thing. to use the, to use her as a like s- season recap too
0: yeah exactly <laughs> that's what you missed on fruits basket yeah <laughs> here's what you <laughs> missed um this crazy curse everybody turns into animals no big deal right <laughs> yeah <laughs> except for the sure extra fine yeah. i mean yeah everything's fine <laughs> no hardships here mm-hmm. um, okay i don't have a lot to say i, I also I, I apologize this episode sounds kind of weird because our audio has been cutting in and out in, in a really annoying way so sometimes we start yeah. to say something and lose track a little bit but next time we'll be better <laughs> mm-hmm. anyway i hope everyone's excited for this uh season two i'm really excited um mm-hmm. We get to see what happens next time the next episode is called eat someone with everyone so. <laughs> i'm guessing there'll be noodles i mean <laughs> mm, noodles. <laughs> okay thanks everybody for listening next time uh we're going to talk about spoilers after our little musical break and next time we'll talk about episode two It'll be a good time Woo, Woo. all right thanks for <laughs> listening uh we'll see you next time bye-bye bye We well, we made it to recording enough to talk about spoilers. I mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Finally. Come so far.
0: <laughs> I know. Fifteen minutes or something. <laughs> something uh-huh. awful, I'm sure. <laughs> um Yeah, spoilers. Student Council, number one uh-huh. spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> I think it is interesting. Uh, like I was kind of like, uh, I don't know I mean not like I don't know why you would pair them together these two chapters together, but it makes sense. Totally makes sense. It is uh-huh. all kind of all about Yuki and his um his experience and growth. Yeah. I think, like, as an episode, it makes sense for content, but I, I guess as a season opener, it feels like it's like everything's about Yuki. And then it's like, oh, we added like a little bit of Toru and Kyo in mm-hmm. here. Like, I feel like if I was just watching this for the first time, like, you know, like streaming one episode at a time, I'd be like, oh, is this all just going to be about Yuki? I don't know.
1: Yeah. I mean, I do think uh, like Yuki's uh, development is kind of a focus for the next like yeah next kind of chunk of the story so Mm -hmm. there's obviously other stuff going on but I do feel like if if I were to pick like a more prominent storyline it would probably be Yuki's
0: I think like Kyo's kind of growth and Toru's comes a bit later for the most part yeah
1: like we talked about how like Yuki kind of gets his shit together
0: before (laughs) yeah before them (laughs) yeah before Kyo (laughs) yeah it it is cool (laughs) like for us I feel like Yuki's come so far in like th- where we are at in the manga now, which mm-hmm. is going to be probably way past where this season of the anime ends. So it is nice to go back and be. I was like, oh Yuki, you were so mm-hmm. awkward, and now you're yeah, like, it's, so not like. <laughs> yeah, it paired kind of nicely it's with the difference. chapters
1: with the chapters we read because it has both the yeah. both the Matoko content and student council yeah, content, and, and, and student student shows how content. yeah, it shows how, how far both have come. <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm. In fact like it was especially... like, yeah, mostly the same three characters Machi yeah. and, and Kakaru specifically
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, Yeah especially um, seeing kind of
1: like Yuki's first meeting with uh, Machi and Kakuru <laughs> compared to how he is with them now in the manga yeah.
0: Just inserting Kakaru being like let's go to Machi's house and yeah. unfurling Machi's bra and then <laughs> <laughs> spoiler alert for Wednesday Yeah I mean. <laughs> And Machi mm-hmm. Machi was so standoffish. Machi he like didn't even touch her and she like recoiled from him. Mm-hmm. And then in the most recent one he like pats her head. Like it's a completely mm-hmm. different they have a completely yeah. different relationship, so it's funny to see it again. again. Mm-hmm. We get to see it develop yeah. again.
1: Different <laughs> like
0: <they're> oh. <laughs> oh. oh so cute. Oh. Mm-hmm. And I mean Kyo and Tori were pretty different than where they're at in this this part that was shown in this episode also. So Mm-hmm. Um, but still not, not the as much as Yuki, I guess. Not as grown as Yuki. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if you can do this in three seasons or four this series. I know people mm-hmm. have been trying to figure out how long they think season two is gonna be. Yeah.
1: I think you could do three seasons.
0: Mhm. Or like three and then a short one. hmm Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I'd have to <laughs> yeah, I'd have to see where
1: we end on um, have to get see a few more episodes, I think, to kinda of get an idea of the pace of this season to make a better guess because yeah
0: it seems Mm -hmm. like they are still doing like two chapters at a time um i made a handy chart for myself um to prepare for recording this that was like what was covered what chapters were covered in each episode in which episode Mm -hmm. did we talk about it (laughs) (laughs) because they had bounced around so much that i wasn't sure if anything was kind of like left out yeah um i think like the things that are left out are probably about to come up because they kind of like skipped ahead a little bit because they pulled in the thing from chapter 49 to Mm -hmm. introduce a student council um so we'll probably see those again but yeah yeah I don't know I'm excited for Rin and Haru too I'm glad they threw in the Mm -hmm. little thing of uh it's like Rin it's Haru visiting I didn't want to talk about it too much with non-spoilers but it's Haru visiting Rin in the the hospital which Mm -hmm. I don't think like the part with hero they showed already, but the part mm-hmm. where Haru talks about that, I do I don't think that happens until like after the is it after the beach arc even? It's like a long way from now because when it's when mm-hmm. Haru talks to Yuki about Rin, which I think is after they see her at the beach. Yeah. So I wrote um... chapter sixty nine. I'm not sure exactly where that is. Um, now that I'm not mm-hmm. sitting by all of my stack of Fruba manga. Yeah. Oh wait, I can Yeah, I
1: know it. it's yeah, it's like when he like talks about how he got dumped. Mm hmm. But
0: yeah, it's so that like little time where he's talking about it is actually at school, after the beach arc,
1: mm-hmm.
0: according to what I wrote in my notes. Yeah. So, I don't know if it's supposed to be that same scene that's referenced, but I think it mm-hmm. is it's just like a little chunk. I bet you they'll just like replay that, reuse that animation yeah. later mm-hmm. when in that part. So, mm-hmm. that would be interesting yeah. if they cover that in the season. Then that means that it would go past the beach arc. Mm-hmm. So. Maybe they'll end on like the class trip. That's in volume. So like I'm just looking at my list. So that that reference is in six chapter sixty nine. And then the class trip is like five or six chapters later. So that could feasibly be like several mm-hmm. episodes later. In theory, if you do like two two chapters ish an episode. So yeah, I don't know. That could be interesting. Mm-hmm. The yeah. class trip I'm is important if the... for romance reasons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they might, that. like,
1: bring some stuff ahead, like, before the beach arc to make the, like, to make some, like, beach stuff more climactic, more of the climax or something, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's also a Because, like, if I were to pick, like, a another climax, I would, it would be, like, the, like, Akito god reveal, but... I
0: mean, that definitely makes the most sense. That
1: seems like it would come too quickly if they're going to the beach pretty soon, so,
0: yeah. But, I, yeah, I, I agree know. with you, maybe they'll just bring more stuff in. They moved a bunch of stuff around. Or not a bunch of things, but they brought in stuff from, like, chapters in in the 40s. Like, 44, 45. That's, like, the stuff with Ritsu, though. So it's easy to just, like, kind of insert as another thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe. So maybe they'll bring in some of the stuff with Rin earlier. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Because she doesn't interact with Haru at the beach. Yeah. So maybe they'll, like, have, like, kind of, like, time warp that scene so that it happened like the scene with Haru happens at school first and then like they bring in Rin stuff then Rin's at the beach maybe mm-hmm. maybe like we'll get her backstory first that comes right after the beach trip or right after the class yeah. trip so I guess you could bring some of that stuff in I don't know mm-hmm. we will see yeah I can't even remember
1: the exact like the timeline of Rin's hospital stays is confusing to me sometimes
0: so. <laughs> this is the f- first one, mm-hmm. when she got pushed out the window. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. yeah but window. it's like, was she, Hi- in, was she was in
1: the hospital before the beach, wasn't she?
0: Yeah, she was in the hospital. This is the time mm-hmm. before the beach. It's just that Haru doesn't talk yeah. about visiting her until after, which is why it's confusing. Then she gets out mm-hmm. and talks to Shigure. Yeah, but it's like... Then she runs around and sees them at the beach.
1: <laughs> yeah, but he, like... I can't remember. Did he just, like, not get mad about it until later on? Cause... Haru?
0: Yeah, yeah it's like he doesn't mention it at all it was a really long time i was looking back through the manga actually to try to find it when i saw that it was referenced in this episode Mm -hmm. it takes like quite a long time like Mm -hmm. haru isn't he's first of all he's not in a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. um like he's just not in a lot of the story it's like Mm -hmm. kareno so this is okay so we got i'm kind of like looking around here are the things that are coming up right after like what we the chapter after um 42 or whatever the one that's with Motoko the chapter Mm. after that is Karino and Uo introduced and then it's like Hana's backstory which was already included Toru goes to visit Shisho and we have like Kyo's dad backstory there's like the hat reveal then the beach, all the beach arc starts Um, and then during, there's like Rin stuff and then the beach arc continues and then school starts again Uh, Toru goes and asks Shisho how to break the curse there's Kyo and Kakura backstory and then like Rin and Haru stuff Mm-hmm. Um. so it's kind of like yeah
1: because I think it might actually make sense if they bring like that horror scene up forward so it's more like for sure, like it happening like after like right after he got like dumped by Rin in the hospital
0: yeah that would make
1: while she's still in the hospital and then going to the beach a little <laughs> bit later
0: yeah it's presented as a flashback when we, which is yeah. it's a flashback that was before the beach but it's presented after the beach but it would make more sense if it was presented before the beach yeah <laughs> and then mm-hmm. she just shows up because right, cuz i guess like i don't know maybe takaya was trying to draw her draw out her being mysterious or something but mm-hmm.
1: yeah i think she was like wanted her to be kind of a like you know mysterious presence lurking in the background for a little while longer <laughs> and mysterious but, uh, yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but since we've already had the scene of her in the hospital talking twice. to hero and yeah. talking to Haru. And talking to Haru, so it might make sense to bring it forward, especially since, like, I think the assumption is that a lot of people watching the anime are manga fans looking forward to seeing these new characters animated. Yeah, perhaps. So. Perhaps. Um, yeah. Then maybe the, uh, maybe Toru asking Shisho how to break the curse would be a, a good, like, season finale.
0: That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's the kind of like how... part of all the aftermath, so...
1: And kind of like how the first season had like all the dramatic stuff and that had kind of a cool down episode. Mm -hmm. And that like ended on a like, this is what's coming next. That could be kind of like the cool down episode. And then like, this is what's coming next. Like, Mm -hmm. Tori's trying to break the curse.
0: Yeah. Her just repeat her resolve to break the curse because I think. Yeah. At the end of the beach, she's kind of like, I want to help. But then I think she doesn't really decide Mm -hmm. that she wants to break the curse. It's not like really stated until. I don't know. I'm talking yeah. out of my butt, but I think like it could be, <laughs> it could be that in the following chapter when she talks to Shisho, she's like, I she's more resolved to break the curse. I don't know that it's like in yeah. her dialogue at the end of the beach. So maybe you do that. Plus, like, mm-hmm. to, you know, actually Toru and Shisho were kind of the kind of the climax of the last season too, because it climaxed around mm-hmm. um, Kyo's true form. So yeah. I guess you could have them be sort of in, you know, involved again at the end of the series that would be good Mm -hmm. and then set up set up the next one because the stuff after that is like the class trip and then the like parent teacher visits which I feel like isn't really Mm -hmm. a good place to end so yeah um
1: yeah that's my problem with like trying to figure out where it would end is like (laughs) like the beach has some natural dramatic conclusion points but but, um the stuff right after the beach is very like kind of slice of lifey so Mm -hmm.
0: But then you could, e- I mean, that being said, then you could kind of easily move it forward too, or move some of it. Like you can't Yeah, really that's kind of what I mean. Like maybe they'll move, move some them. of that
1: forward, and then like make the beach more Bring of a in. conclusion to the season arc.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then I think that would be that would be my speculation. Momiji playing violin is <laughs> from when she goes to sneak in and see Carino. So like maybe you could do that mm-hmm. because also you could have Arisa meeting Korano, but I think Toru then met him. Toru knows that he's a Soma from the beach, so that's kind of confusing. I don't know, whatever. Maybe you could somehow mm-hmm. pull that all together too. Um, but
1: mm-hmm. yeah, I guess they could make that more of like a a reveal kind of thing, like like for the audience kind of reveal, like have the like Arisa and Krano stuff first and then like when you're at the beach, it's like, Oh, this is Korano Soma and you're like dun, dun, dun. But... <laughs> rather than it being like a retroactive thing for toru wait how
0: did she find out I'm so, how did she find out that it i guess it's just like there's not that many people it was like
1: afterward she was like talking to she was talking to like arisa was telling them about it afterward I oh i see she's like wait a minute i
0: understand she tells them a lot later so it's what happens is uo meets yeah uo meets karino toru meets karino and then uo tells them she was dating a guy named karino and toru's like there aren't that many karinos yeah. in the world I think Mm -hmm. that's what you that's what you mean yeah make it like not a. yeah maybe she tells like make it more of a sequential yeah yeah that's what I mean like have that stuff happen first and then then Toru brings him and then have it like as a
1: reveal for yeah
0: something like that yeah well anyway that's a lot of speculation but yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's what the people pay for right I mean (laughs) yes (laughs) um yeah I think I think there are already some promo images that were uh alluding to the like kyo uh like the kyo going to see shisho i just like kind of saw them on tumblr i didn't really go investigating so and then there's like eat somen Mm -hmm. with everyone is the like um you know when everything is when everything is overwhelming eat somen together yeah it's gonna be cute what a great treat (laughs) for for us (laughs) what a delicious experience (laughs) i mean
1: (laughs) um i do have one other spoiler comment
0: yes Uh,
1: so the the ending kind of spoiled the whole ending with the uh the oh, true yeah. story of the, the zodiac the theme song the cat, yeah because <laughs> okay. it had the cat there at the banquet
0: yes the cat is it's like i looked at i looked at the thing and i was like the first time i watched it i was like oh it's the genishi banquet and then i looked again while i was writing these notes and i was like the cat is sitting next to god it's like mm-hmm. the rat and then god and then the cat so yeah um, yeah, and it's also, like, the same imagery from the end of the series, too, where it's, like, God's up on this in this isolated... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the same kind of style house. and everything. Yeah, exactly. So, that was cool, and I just mm-hmm. had tip to fans, too. Yeah. I think. Um, yeah, I liked that a lot. I did, too. I was excited. Mm-hmm. And it's the cat! Mm-hmm. I guess if people are really deeply paying attention to the series, and they don't just, like, skip the end theme, <laughs> like I would do if I was mm-hmm. watching an anime, then maybe mm-hmm. they'll maybe they'll catch on, but... That yeah, was kind of cool. I liked mm-hmm. that, too.
1: Yeah, I think it's subtle enough that, like, a lot of people wouldn't notice it watching casually, mm-hmm. and then if you do notice it, you might just be like, oh, it's, like, what it should have been, rather than, like, "Yeah, it's like
0: that's what it actually was. You kinda, know, like, Tori's yeah. wishful yeah. thinking about the cat being at the banquet or yeah. something, where it's like, oh, it's cute, all the animals. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like it has nothing to do yeah. with the rest mm-hmm. of the series or whatever. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it was cool. I liked that. Yeah, I don't have any other spoilers that aren't just speculation. Mm-hmm. Not, I mean, not that we haven't already talked about before. <laughs> Speculating. <laughs> <laughs> so much speculation. <laughs> it's a tough one. It's not as straightforward as the first season. I think a lot of people who are pretty mm-hmm. on the nose about their like estimates, but um yeah. I feel like these animators are like good at good at picking which things go together from completely different parts of the manga. And I mm-hmm. feel like I when I look at it I just see it as like very sequential. Um Yeah. You know, so. so
1: Yeah, I've enjoyed all their like the, like, disparate episodes they've chosen to put together, Mm -hmm. I think they've all worked pretty well. Yeah, I
0: think so, too. And I I actually, I appreciate that about the adaptation. I feel like for us, we can't just, like, Mm -hmm. pick and choose what chapters we cover for the, you know, for, like, our manga episodes, but I like when, as they adapt it, they kind of, like, pick things that thematically go together, even though they weren't necessarily together, so. Mm -hmm. It's cool.
1: Yeah, and there's a lot of stuff that, like, doesn't need to be sequential. Like, like they pulled out, like, a lot of the stuff they pulled forward was, like, backstory stuff Mm -hmm. that... You know obviously had no reason to be in a certain place over another because it's just characters thinking about their backstory yeah. Like, so. like
0: yeah makoto has been there for a while and so it's like easily a character that you could kind of a, a chapter that you could put in with this other school stuff and it's like thematically mm-hmm. you know even if we don't know anything about yuki and his growth and how these characters impact him like yeah it's kind of we i think we have a good handle on that and we know that that's coming and maybe if you're mm-hmm. very into the anime you could see that um, kind of theme come through. Yeah, I think
1: even if you don't like know the manga story, I think it kind of makes it obvious that like from how he's framed, though, like I'm doing the student mm-hmm. council thing because it's gonna be a challenge to me and stuff. It's obvious that like these characters are going to challenge him and make him grow in new ways. So,
0: um, but yeah, they're like I guess like time wise, it doesn't really matter if you. I think you, mm-hmm. um, like the student council is introduced before summer break so they already t- already talked about summer break but the stuff with makoto doesn't have to ha- it could mm-hmm. happen anytime it could have happened like three episodes ago <laughs> i wouldn't have noticed you know
1: yeah it's just her like little like, inner <laughs> Her like inner thoughts and stuff, so. and then like
0: a memory from when they were in. Yeah, school.
1: it's like she's always been pining for Yuki, so it doesn't really change when it shows yeah. up.
0: As long as he's like changed a little bit, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it was a good choice. I enjoyed that. Looking forward to seeing how they kind of like put pieces of the story. If they move things around, which I think they will, because I think, I think everybody's kind of, not just us, but the people who've also done speculations have been like. Yeah, the the beach arc is a good way to end, but it's kind of in a weird spot. So I think they will have to probably bring more material forward. So it'll be interesting to see what gets mm-hmm. combined. I'm intrigued. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Any other any last thoughts? Nope. That's it. All right, sweet. Um, well good. Our recording lasted long enough for us to get the end piece. I mean <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yeah. All right, say goodbye. <laughs> yeah, <I> know, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, next time we'll talk about episode two. Um next on Wednesday we'll talk about uh the manga but next next monday we'll talk about chapter or episode two it'll be a good time Ooh. we'll see what happens then <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: we'll eat salmon together
0: yeah we will <laughs> that's right <laughs> we'll see what happens we know what happens i guess at least part of it <laughs> yeah all right No, you know there will be noodles <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay thank you all for listening uh we'll see you next time bye-bye Bye.
1: yeah sorry i got a text in it it oh. It's from my mom. She said twice baked potatoes, great idea. Mine are almost in the oven. So-
0: Ooh. <laughs> they looked really good. And then I was like, Is Kayla gonna eat like eight twice baked potatoes? Was this recipe just like for a million? Like
1: <laughs> It was for eight potatoes. And wow. I was saying to I was saying to um Jane and Maya, I was like, I thought about half in the recipe but then I was like, they reheat really well. So yeah. <laughs>
0: I bet you could freeze them. They probably freeze Just have Potatoes well too. for days. Yeah, twice baked potatoes every day for the next week, basically. Yeah. I ate like five last night,
1: like not <laughs> whole potatoes, but like half potatoes. So I don't five. think they're gonna last so that's that long.
0: Two and a half potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> twice baked potatoes are delicious. You can't go wrong. They're really good. So, yeah. yeah, they looked delicious. I was envious. I was
1: planning to like get some chicken out of the freezer and make chicken to go along with the potatoes, but I forgot to. So. I guess have Why potatoes. do that when you could just have potatoes? Yeah, I mean it's a full <laughs> meal. It's a staple for a reason. <laughs> it's got all the. It's got all the stuff. It's got. It has vegetables your and potatoes dairy, It's got and some yeah. starch. It's some meat.
0: Yeah, meat. Did you put it's bacon in? It? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's got bacon. <laughs> Delicious. Yeah, I agree with you that they're a legitimate staple of anyone's. You know, a healthy diet. Mm-hmm. Part of this complete breakfast, <laughs> <said Yeah>. potato. <laughs> <laughs> Right, complete every meal. <laughs> yeah, basically.
1: <laughs> when potatoes like on a, a potato, you can have potatoes
0: anytime. I was just going to say, like a bagel bite. I can't believe you just said that. You made my mind. <laughs> sometimes you say something that's like, oh yeah, I was thinking the same thing, but sometimes it's like, how? How did you know that? <laughs> I'm like almost crying. All right. <laughs> You might want to talk about Fruits Basket. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Oh, man. I'm going to leave all that. (laughs) I hope everyone enjoys it. (laughs)